0: Right on Radio. Right on Radio. Hey everyone, welcome to Right on Radio's Word Up Sunday. Yes, you were probably expecting us to begin our Revelation study once again, uh, but because of circumstances that happened this week, uh, Jesse is not going to be here and i don't really want to do it without jesse so i don't want to go back on our word but uh, for those of you who are in the know uh, jesse's son passed uh, earlier this week so jesse is not going to be here she obviously has some things to do Uh, i would also like to just put out an express uh thank you to the right on radio family who uh, donated uh to towards the uh, funeral services for josiah i don't have a final total however Uh, jesse did respond and say that everything was covered so god bless each and every one of you who gave uh it really really means a lot and uh although you know the expenses were covered if you still feel like you want to give her a gift uh certainly her patreon and uh and if you go to illuminatethedarkness.com, uh, you can hit the donate button there uh, if it's on your heart. But again, thank you so much for uh, providing for her. And, and just, she really felt your love. And uh, anyways, so this is going to be a great broadcast. It's another Word Up Sunday where God gets to speak for himself. We just get to be used by him to read it aloud to you. And what is amazing about these is somehow we never coordinate what scripture is going to be read by different people, but somehow they always fit together. So, you know, I'll just encourage you to, you know, even after the broadcast, go into the chat room on uh, on telegram or something like that and just tell us how you think they fit together if you uh, find something. So um, listen, it is word up Sunday, word up, word up. And uh, today we have a couple new, fa- well, three new faces for you today. We have Ken, we have Jacob. Yes, the men are standing up now. Uh, I asked for volunteers and the first two volunteers were men and hallelujah. So they're coming on and, uh, and then you're going to have a special treat where uh, Carolyn is going to be coming on and i have a feeling you're going to get to see a little bit more of carolyn in the in the near future so stick around plus i have a uh, a special reading that i will close the uh the show with that i i think you'll appreciate so anyways uh look this show's gonna be a little bit longer than normal because i really feel on my heart i've i've ripped this video a, a long time ago and it's uh, it's just uh music with that well there's some images and some scripture that will appear on the video but if you don't if you're just listening you're not missing anything um it's the audio and i want to play this audio of a of a shofar uh instrument and shofars are known to bring peace they're known to bring healing they're also known to bring confusion to the enemy it is a uh one of the most pure instruments is actually made out of a ram's horn. And uh, I just would encourage you when you're watching this or listening to this to just, you know, stop. Don't look at the chat or something like Just take, take a few minutes and and just, uh, just listen to the shofar. It's about three and a half minutes long. And I think it'll bring you some peace and some healing and Maybe even God will reveal something to you in it. Anyways, here's the shofar. And then uh, first up is going to be Ken. I'll see you a little bit later on.
1: Hey there, Jeff and Jesse, and everyone at the Right on Radio family. I wish you all the very best. I am grateful for the opportunity to uh, read for you today on this Word Up Sunday. And uh, today I'm going to be reading from the book of Daniel. This um, chapter jumped out at me with a couple of things, mainly the reminder um, that God uh, uh, takes care of those who are faithful, but also the reminder to not put too much stock in. Um, in the powers of man here in the world. I know I can speak for myself when I've been saying I've been looking uh, a lot for um, leaders in this world to step up and to make things right in this troublesome time. And I'm reminded by this that even the most powerful men are powerless at times in the world. And so putting my stock and my faith in them um, is fruitless And that I should always be turning to God uh, for that. So here it is, uh, Daniel chapter six. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom, and over these three governors, of whom Daniel was one, that the satraps might not might give account to them, so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel... Distinguished himself above the governors and satraps, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. So the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge or fault, because he was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him. Then these men said, We shall not find any charge against this Daniel, unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. So these governors and satraps thronged before the king and said thus to him, King Darius, live for ever! All the governors of the kingdom, the administrators and satraps, the counselors and advisors have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or man for thirty days, except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Therefore, King Darius signed the written decree, Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home, and in his upper room, with the windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day, and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. Then these men assembled, and found Daniel praying, and making supplication before his God. And they went before the king, and spoke concerning the king's decree. Have you not signed a decree that every man who petitions any god or man within thirty days, except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, This thing is true, according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. So they answered and said before the king, That Daniel, who is one of the captives from Judah, does not show due regard for you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. And the king, when he heard these words, was greatly displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men approached the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is the law of the Medes and Persians that no decree or statute which the king establishes may be changed. So the king gave the command and brought Daniel and cast him to the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and king sealed it with his own signet ring, and with the signets of his lords and the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Now the king went to his place and spent the night fasting, with no musicians were brought before him. Also his his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out, lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths, so that they have not hurt me, because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Now the king was exceedingly glad for him, and commanding that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no injury whatever was found on him, because he believed in his God. And the king gave the command, and they brought those men who had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces before they ever came to the bottom of the den. Then King Darius wrote, To all the peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men must tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God, and steadfast forever. His kingdom is the one which shall not be destroyed." and his dominion shall endure to the end. He delivers and rescues, and he works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. Who has delivered Daniel from the power of the lions? So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Thank you very much and God bless.
2: Hi, my name is Carolyn and I am reading from Job 12 and into Job 13. Uh, This is Job's response to one of his uh, friends who came to comfort him, so to speak. This is his response. Then Job replied, "'Doubtless, you are the people, and wisdom will die with you, but I have mind as well as you. I am not inferior to you, who does not know all these things, I have become a laughingstock to my friends, although I called upon God and he answered, a mere laughingstock, though righteous and blameless. Men at ease have contempt for misfortune, as the fate of those whose feet are slipping. The tents of the marauders are undisturbed, and those who provoke God are secure, those who carry their God in their hands. But ask the animals, and they will teach you, or the birds of the air, and they will tell you. Or speak to the earth and it will teach you, or let the fish of the sea inform you. Which of all of these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. Does not the ear test words as the tongue tests food? Is not wisdom found among the aged? Does not long life bring understanding? To God belong wisdom and power. Counsel and understanding are his. What he tears down cannot be rebuilt. The men he imprisons cannot be released. If he holds back the waters, there is drought. If he lets them loose, they devastate the land. To him belongs strength and victory. Both deceived and deceiver are his. He leads counselors away stripped and makes fools of judges. He takes off the shackles put on by kings and ties a loincloth around their waist. He leads priests away stripped and overthrows men long established. He silences the lips of trusted advisors and takes away the discernment of elders. He pours contempt on nobles and disarms the mighty. He reveals the deep things of darkness and brings deep shadows into the light. He makes nations great and destroys them. He enlarges nations and disperses them. He deprives the leaders of the earth of their reason. He sends them wandering through a a trackless waste. They grope in darkness with no light. He makes them stagger like drunkards. My eyes have seen all this. My ears have heard and understand it. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you, but I desire to speak to the Almighty and to argue my case with God. You, however, smear me with lies. You are worthless physicians, all of you. If only you would be altogether silent. For you, that would be wisdom. Hear now my argument. Listen to to the plea of my lips. Will you speak wickedly on God's behalf? Will you speak deceitfully for him? Will you show him partiality? Will you argue the case for God? Would it turn out well if he examined you? Could you deceive him as you might deceive men? He would surely rebuke you if you secretly showed partiality. Would not his splendor terrify you? Would not the dread of him fall on you? Your maxims are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Keep silent and let me speak. Then I will come. Then let me come what may. Why do I put myself in jeopardy and take my life in my hands? Though he slay me, yet will I hope in him the
3: word of the Lord. Good morning.
4: My name is Jacob Slack. I'll be reading from 2 Corinthians chapter five. Now, we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven not built by human hands meanwhile we groan longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling because when we are clothed we will not be found naked for while we are in this tent we groan and are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed but to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now it is God who has made us for this very purpose and has given us the spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. We live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Since then, we know what it is to fear the Lord, we try to persuade men. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us, so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than in what is in the heart. If we are out of our mind, it is for the sake of God. If we are in our right mind, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them, of God.
0: Hey, thanks so much to Ken, Carolyn, and Jacob for those beautiful readings. Again, uh, after the show, after you watch it, go into the chat room and, and just say, how do you feel that these things were stitched together? And uh, Because they're not coordinated, so we just trust God to put these in. And speaking of which, i I possibly taking a little bit of a risk here uh i was going to read a different scripture and you know just as i'm going through and i'm asking you know what should i should i put on uh the one that i was initially settled on for a couple days now uh just didn't seem right to me and so i was asking the lord and uh and i know i looked this up about you know about four or five days ago and it just came right back to mind, so I'm going to read from Second Kings, uh, the 23rd chapter, and I'm going to read the first 27 verses of it uh, from the New American Standard Bible. This is uh, Josiah's covenant. Then the king sent messengers, and they gathered to him all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem and the king went up to the house of the Lord and every man of Judah and all inhabitants of Jerusalem with him and the priests the prophets and all the people from the small to the great and he read in their presence all the words of the book of covenant which is found in the house of the Lord And the king stood by the pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments, his provisions and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul to carry out the words of this covenant that were written in this book and all the people entered into the covenant. Then the king commanded Hilkiah, the high priest, the priests of the second order, and the doorkeepers to bring out of the temple of the Lord all the utensils that had been made for Baal and Asherah, and for all the heavenly lights. And he burned them outside Jerusalem in the fields of the Kidron Valley, and carried their ashes to Bethel. He then did away with the idolatrous priests and the kings of Judah had appointed to burn incense on the high places in the city of Judah and in the surrounding area of Jerusalem. As well, those who burned incense to Baal, to the sun, to the moon, to the constellations, to all the remaining heavenly lights. He also brought out the Asherah, from the house of the Lord's outside Jerusalem to the brook of Kidron and burned it at the brook Kidron and ground it to dust and threw its dust on the graves of the common people. And he tore down the cubicles of the male cult prostitutes, which were in the house of the Lord. Sorry, just lost my place here. I was scrolling um, where women were weaving hangings for the Asherah. Then he brought all the priests from the cities of Judah and defiled the high places where their priests had burned incense from Geba to Beersheba. And he tore down the high places of the gates that were at the entrance of the gate of Jos- Joshua, the governor of the city, which were on one's left, at the city gate nevertheless the priests of the high places did not go up to the altar of the lord in jerusalem but they ate unleavened bread among their brothers he also defiled topeth which is in the valley of the son of Hinnon, so that no one would make his son or daughter pass through the fire for moloch and he did away with the horses that the kings of judah had given to the sun at the entrance of the house of the lord by the chamber of nathan Meloch the official which was the covered courtyard and he burned the chariots with the sun with fire the king also tore down the altars that were on the roofs of the upper chambers of ahaz which the kings of judah had made and the altars which manasseh had made in the two courtyards of the house of the Lord and he smashed them and he threw their dust in the brook Kidron and the king defiled the high places that were opposite Jerusalem which were on the site of the mount of destruction which Solomon the king of Israel had built for Ashtoreth the abomination of Sidians for Chemosh the abomination of Moab and for Milcom, the abomination of the sons of Ammon. He also smashed to pieces the memorial stones and cut down the Asherim and filled their places with human bones. Furthermore, the altar that was at Bethel and the high place which Jeroboam and the son of Nebat, who misled Israel into sin, had made, even the altar and the high place he tore down, Then he burned the high place, ground the remains to dust, and burned the Asherah. Now, when Josiah turned, he saw graves, and they were on the mountain, and he sent men and took the bones from the graves and burned them on the altar and defiled it in accordance with the word of the Lord, which the man of God proclaimed. The one who proclaimed these things then he said what is this gravestone i see and the men of the city told him it is the grave of the man of god who came from judah and proclaimed these things which you have done against the altar of bethel and he said leave him alone no one is to disturb his bones so they left his bones undisturbed with the bones of the prophet who came from samaria then josiah also removed all the houses of the high places which were in the cities of samaria which the kings of israel had constructed provoking the lord to anger and he did to them just as he had done in bethel and he slaughtered all the priests of the high places who were on the altars and burned human bones on them. And then he returned to Jerusalem. Then the king commanded all the people saying, celebrate the Passover to the Lord, your God, as it is written in this book of the covenant. Truly a Passover had not been celebrated since the days of the judges who judged Israel Nor all in the days of the kings of Israel and the kings of Judah. But in the 18th year of King Josiah, the Passover was celebrated to the Lord in Jerusalem. Moreover, Josiah removed the mediums, the spiritualists, the household idols, the idols and the abominations that were seen in the land of Judah and in Jerusalem, so that he might. Fulfill the words of the law which were written in the book that Hilkiah, the priest, found in the house of the Lord. Before him there was no king like him who turned to the Lord with all his heart and all his soul and all his might in conformity to all the law of Moses, nor did any like him arise after him. Nevertheless, the Lord did not turn from the fierceness of his great wrath, which with his anger burned against Judah because of the prov- provocations with the Manasseh had provoked him. And the Lord said, I will also remove Judah from my sight, just as I have removed Israel, and I will reject this city which I have chosen, Jerusalem, and the temple of which I said, My name shall be there Lord may your word go forward today may it sink into the bones of people pray on the Lord and just have a blessed day and remember hit the like button hit the like button please uh, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio.
3: Right on